0: I'm here because I wanted to talk to you about us. I believe in the power. I made it through the
1: wind. Hey, Mr. DJ. Hell Hell you. Tan, come to see us.
0: I so get a double just, Ladies don't. with an too. Come join the party. Just, don't, don't, don't. Don't
1: just
2: close your eyes. Yeah john flynn eric bernard how you doing i'm doing good how are you doing i'm doing great because of our guests this week i'm very excited tell, to get into it tell me he is tell, the host whispered of, in my ear he is the host of the very hilarious and wonderful and must listen to podcast total trash live give it up for pete zayas everybody yeah hello everybody <laughs> hi pete come on dance and sing Dance and sing, get <laughs> up and do your thing. We should say Pete right now is head-to-toe Madonna merch. She's got his Vogue hat. What is the era of the shirt that you're wearing? It's uh, True Blue. True Blue, okay, mm-hmm. old school. Who's that girl tour? Oh Wait.
3: my God.
4: Did you I didn't go- have it? no th- i got this at um forever 21 a couple years ago and- i cut the sleeves off it just like just like susan would i'm desperately
3: seeking susan early madonna
1: right
3: i have one i think it was from h m but also from a few years ago somebody bought bl- it for me the Blind ambition one um i think it's a true blue one i think it's a pink shirt with the cover of true blue on it i have a Blind ambition one too i have a Madame x one that's not that vintage.
4: No, I have a Rebel Heart sweatshirt and a, um, a blonde Ambition bomber jacket with that gold crowned emblem on the back. Oh, right! Whoa! And now she's re-releasing them, like she's yeah. selling them again as merchandise. And I'm mad about it because now everyone's going to have one, and I was like one of the few people that actually had right. one from back in the day.
2: Yeah has Has she like has she like altered it at all? So you can tell like that's an old school vintage one, or is it just? I think the new one might say
4: the new tour. I think it might, I can't, I couldn't tell, Uh but I think it might say Celebration Tour instead of blind Ambition Tour, I think.
3: Well, I love a world where, I I hope your words are true, that everyone's going to have one. That would be, uh,
4: but everyone at the tour is going to have one and I'm not going to feel like special because before everybody was like, where would you get your jacket? And I'd be like, I've had it. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow well. now they're all gonna have it You're like i was an understudy on, on the tour <laughs> oh yeah because a friend of mine she already messaged me she's like should i buy the jacket i said no
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> of course she bought it everyone's gonna have it oh well I, w- I i wish that she would release some sort of like girly show merchandise mm. yeah because
2: yeah, it's the 30th anniversary coming up of that
4: mm-hmm. i would love a girly show like some sort of t- like tea or like a hoodie or something whatever was very like 1993 like a yeah. flannel
1: right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a girly show flannel that'd be perfect yeah
1: pink well i'd wear it
2: so pizza so tell us like uh what is your like history with madonna like when did you fall in love with her like what well when i hope this
4: husband? podcast is like like four or five hours long because we are, I said,
2: we are welcome for that yes
4: well i was introduced to madonna when i was in elementary school, I went to a Catholic school, and my father really loved Madonna. I think he had a crush on her. And he gave me her tapes, like the Like a Virgin and the Madonna First Album cassette tapes. And also, the the high school I was supposed to go to, it was always, I would look out my elementary school window. It was called Madonna. The high school was called Madonna. And so, it, like, I always would see the words Madonna. And so, it's like, she's just always been, like, that name has always been around me, like, all my life, Madonna. And but I really really got into her, I would say, like a prayer album, like when she was causing all that controversy. Because I remember there was this gr- these girls in high school. They were like, ah, she's kissing a black man, and I just love <laughs> that they were so upset about that. That I was like it made me it was like I was like you used to dress like her and now you're like mad. I was like you're so dumb you ding dongs. And so <laughs> I really got into that album, and then that's when it really like kicked into high gear for me.
2: Sure, I mean that was when she became dangerous yeah yeah
4: (laughs) yeah and the (laughs) blind ambition tour like that whole summer i was like you know i couldn't wait for that hbo special to come out and then i just learned every choreography from that tour
2: so have you seen her live
4: Oh yes, I saw. Well, the very first time I saw Madonna live was at the Roxy Valentine's Day, nineteen ninety eight, when she was promoting Ray of Light. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, and she did the three songs. She did Ray of Light, Shanti Shanti, and um, Sky Fits Heaven. And then the, the concerts I saw were my very first concert was Reinvention tour because I finally was like I was had like some money to buy that a means, ticket. Yeah, yeah, and so re- Reinvention and every one since Reinvention. Oh wow,
2: <laughs> is there a favorite one of those tours that you've seen?
4: I really liked Re- Rebel Heart. I thought that was a really good show because I was, I was really close. I was on the floor and she did like a lot of her hits. And I liked that album. Yeah. Probably Rebel Heart was my probably my favorite tour and maybe reinvention. Well, Confessions. Yeah, Confessions. MDNA is not one of my favorites and neither is Drowned World. They're my two least favorites.
3: The darker one. The darker
4: ones. The, dark, the, the dark, darker yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, she's not like I like her when she's a little when there's some dark, but that was a little. There was just a little too heavy. Like I don't like and when it's, she's like it's, it was too theatrical. Where there, it was almost like a fourth wall for Drowned World, where she wasn't even really interacting with the audience.
2: Yeah, that was a criticism she had. M D N A was definitely like we get it. You've just been divorced. Like that's
4: yeah. I, I like the I, the f- I like one. the first part, like the first half of it, where she's shooting and she's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that part,
4: and, and then. But it was like, it's just not, that's not one of my favorite ones I go back to to rewatch. I probably watch, I watch like Confessions a lot and Rebel Heart, of course, Blonde Ambition, Girly Show.
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, I wish I was at Blonde Ambition. I, I remember asking my father, I was like, I want to go see Madonna, but she didn't come to Pittsburgh where I lived. She came to Philadelphia. She always goes to Philly. Mm-hmm. So, but she's going to Pittsburgh this year and, I'm, and I have a ticket. I'm taking my father. It's the first time he's ever going to see Madonna.
2: Wow, that's That's a good gift. That's a sweet thing to bond over with your dad. You don't hear that
4: a lot. After all that wicomera with the cancellations, it finally, like, got February. And so then then I'm going to see her here in March. I kind of want to go to New York and see her, like, when she first gets here, because I don't know if I can wait until February.
2: Right, that's going to be her first U.S. date, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah the barclay center
4: i can't wait to see like the clips that come out like of the I, tour. yeah <laughs> i'm so curious about what the set list is because i'm not one of those people that's like oh i don't want to know oh i want to know the whole thing because even when, it doesn't ruin it for me it just makes it even more exciting
3: me neither i like to anyway. know i like to know what i'm getting into
2: i also wonder yeah. if she is going to mix it up more this well this time. is
3: supposed to be a greatest hits tour i mean
2: yeah.
4: i mean i want to hear there's certain songs I, w- I really hope she does like i really want to hear I guess I mean all of them, but I really wanted to like <laughs> take a bow. I, yeah. I, she, I, and she doesn't do that one a lot. I love to hear take a bow, and I'll remember. I would love to hear if she, yeah, she does she's that, heard one. that one. one.
2: I hope she does rain again.
4: She yeah, she only did that show. one time at the girly show. Yeah, I mean, so I'm really, I'm just curious to see how the show starts. Like, what's the opening like song? Do you just. Is she, is she gonna go? She at uh, first I was like, is she gonna go in chronological order? She's not gonna go in chronological order. That yeah. seems boring. Yeah, to her. yeah. Like she'll mix it all up. But like, I'm so curious what the opening song will be.
2: I wonder if it'll be the new song that she's gonna release. She said she's gonna release a new song right beforehand, and people are speculating it's the Max Martin song she wrote a song. Uh-huh. With it's a very 80s Madonna, is what they said. Oh well. Wow. I think <laughs> I think she's gonna start off with Holiday. Oh, you think she's gonna flip it? She's not gonna end with Holiday. She'll. Open I think she's Holiday.
4: gonna start with Holiday, and I think she's gonna end. I don't know what she's going to end with, but I think she might start with Holiday or Into the Groove. I feel like she's going to start with like a real, like,
2: like a banger. A banger at like a 80s I classic. I feel like every, uh, everybody, like, everybody. Was, like, single. Like, I could see her maybe doing that.
4: Yeah, that, so that sort of opening where she's like, where she talks, and, you know, that would be a great way to, like, sort of like, get I know you excited. want to get up. I know you want to get yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. You've been waiting. Yeah, we have been waiting, honey. <laughs> yeah. Because of the cancellations, because she had. <laughs> She had issues.
2: What's your sort of feeling about like Madonna as an actress? Well, you know, she's really, it's
4: always, it's just been a struggle the whole, whole, that whole lane. (laughs) that whole lane of her career has been just like a struggle. And I think she was smart to just sort of just like give up on it. I just think it wasn't it just i think she makes really bad choices with yeah. film and i think her film ch- tastes are not suitable like for like the masses like i feel like she has like these sort of art european art film taste which would be great but you're like a huge superstar and we're all going to pay attention to you like i don't know i, I- I remember when she was gonna do a and like, you know, she toned herself down and she was becoming respectable and taking singing lessons and I thought she was really good in a mm-hmm. Um yeah. I mean she has her moments, but there's something about the way she delivers a line, she it's it's so weird, like how she can sometimes be like natural and good and then how, sometimes how she can be so wooden. Like in body of evidence, she's like so stiff. But I still love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in
2: the movie theater. Oh, really?
1: Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. I I remember. I only
2: saw it recently, uh, for the first time a couple months ago. But we'll get into that. But before we get into that, Eric, you have some trivia questions for us.
3: Yeah. So, Pete. So, on all these episodes, I've been doing some trivia questions. I feel like you're gonna. I feel like you're a deep cut fan. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) you might know these. Okay. So I focused on because Body of Evidence, the sex book and erotica were kind of like a trifecta mm-hmm, at the time, usually the trivia questions kind of focus on music. So I'm focusing on some erotica cut, cut tracks from erotica. Oh. Demos that didn't make it. So the no, first no. question <laughs> is going to, I'm going to tell you the titles of one, two, three, four, five songs. One of them is not an actual title of a cut track from erotica okay this this is this is a good challenge my goodness okay good let's see the first song is called shadows the second song is called shame the third one is you are the one the fourth is goodbye to innocence and the fifth is dear father it's either the
4: first one or the third one. I can't decide which one it is. So I'm gonna say it's the first one. It's okay. not. The...
3: You think shadows is the one I made up? And
4: what's the third one again? You are the one. It's those are the two. Like I don't know. I don't. I can't remember either one of those. But shadows sounds like it. It could be that a song from that album because that's such a dark album <laughs> it has shadows. <laughs> you are the one doesn't sound familiar to me at all. You are the one. It sounds I, very, po- it sounds very positive for Erotica, like... You're the one. But third is Goodbye to Innocence. But I know that that was, a, I already know that that one was one. Okay. Um, so it's the first and the third. I like to use um, uh, a lifeline. <laughs>
2: phone
3: a friend. You can phone a, John, you can phone John Flynn.
2: Well, wait, I'm I was... Go, oh, go go ahead. Ahead. I was again. gonna say Goodbye to Innocence. Isn't that the name of a movie about her, like a TV movie about her?
3: I, mean, I think it was. No, it's Madonna Innocence Lost.
2: Oh. Lost. oh okay.
4: Either way it's bye. Lost, bye. It's not there. Innocent. She don't is have not. it. Not yeah. She don't have it. So wait, what Did was it? she say goodbye
3: to it before she lost it or did she just lose it? I think she just lost
2: it. and then she said goodbye. You've already left, but goodbye. Um <laughs> I'll say you are the one of those two. You are the one feels there's, there's something about it that feels clunky almost like, not, yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to go with,
4: stuff. I'm going to, I agree. I'm going to go with you are the one.
3: Okay, good. I tricked you both.
2: It's uh, shadows. Ah. Uh, shadows. 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 It sounds like it could be one like words. Shadows. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
3: So the second question focuses on the song, Goodbye to Innocence, which they were working on. And rumor has it is that she started like just singing Fever while they were recording it. And so the song kind of became Fever. When you hear it, you can definitely hear that they did that. And it also then became the Up Down Suite also. Then they released Goodbye to Innocence on some compilation that was like a pro-choice, I think. Mm-hmm. Pete, you're nodding a lot and I feel like you're going to know the answer to this one because it <laughs> oh. focuses on lyrics. Oh. Towards the end of the song, before she gets into the up-down part that they sampled for the up-down suite, she says, some people have a snake at the base of their spine that would suck out your life, that would take all your time. They're called blank. Okay, alright. I know that part. But now I'm, okay,
4: they're called hollywood no they're called um something i can't remember but yeah they're called sp- spain like i want to say a word that doesn't exist like spain, say flifter.
3: it. spain spang.
4: flifters
3: they're called spain flifters they're called spain <laughs> flifters she was giving jk rowley like a run for her money <laughs> They're called
4: su- like suftons or saftons or something.
3: Zephyrs. They're called... Zephyrs. Zephyr like in the sky. Word. Spain flifters. Spain flifters. <laughs> They're called Spain flifters. That would th- suck th- out th- your life. That would take all your time. They're called
4: Spain <laughs> Flifters. <laughs> that character later shows up in the English roses a children's <laughs> book. Beware the Spain flifter. <laughs>
3: I like that person now, spanklifters.
4: I do too. That,
1: that.
3: I'm going to write it down because I feel like in half an hour I'm going to be like, what was that genius word? Spank spank lifters. Lifters. Um, John, what do you think it is?
2: Wait, what is the lyric again?
3: Some people have a snake at the base of their spine that would suck out your life, that would take all your time. They're called...
2: Managers? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're called... I was thinking, like, agents would be a yeah. good one. Yes.
1: <laughs> Personal
3: <laughs> They're called Freddy Demand. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is... This is a hard one to just guess. I should have given you multiple choice. But then you would have gotten it for sure. And we would not have found Spankflipters. <laughs> <laughs> what they're called is feeders. I don't know. Feeders.
1: Some
0: people have...
4: You give me feeders, yes. oh, feed true. me in the morning, feed <laughs> in all the evening, the night. <laughs> you give <laughs> me feeder.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, fantastic. So the last question is about earlier versions of the song of Erotica. So the the most popular one that we all kind of know is this. She had a version of it that was called You Thrill Me because mm-hmm. she then like does it in the conf- Uh, Confessions Tour, I think, right? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: But it also, there was another earlier version that was called either, Pete, you're going to know this one. John, you might too. Fantasy, Love Hurts, Jitterbug, Put You In, and then parentheses, A Trance, or Dita's Song.
2: So one of these is right or one of these is wrong?
3: One of these is right. Right. The others are wrong. Fantasy. Love hurts. Jitterbug. Put you in, and then parentheses a trance. And Dita's song.
4: I think there was a song she was working on called Jitterbug, but I think this one though is
3: put you in a trance.
2: I'm gonna go Jitterbug.
3: Jitterbug is a tri- is a is a, a trick. What's a red herring? Because oh she my there God. was a song. Yeah, because she was working on a track called Jitterbug that was either for Erotica or for the Elite of Their Own soundtrack. Yeah, because she did oh. the Jitterbug in on the Elite
4: of Their Own movie. Yeah.
1: Big yeah. The
3: clip of it that you can find online sounds like they, it's really short. It's like 12 seconds. And it's like some fun music with like samples of her from Truth or Dare. Huh. I think I it's they we, find these songs. I don't know. I think people
4: leave them. On
1: YouTube,
4: yeah. Well, I want to get to the bottom of it, but how do they get their hands on it?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Is there
4: somebody
2: who's sleeping with Stuart Price or something?
4: Somebody, like, I don't understand how they find them. Who's in charge of her archives?
3: She probably leaks them. She probably puts them out somewhere. Aren't they (laughs) on, like, her Her hard drive? Yeah. Right. And then she's like, they were stolen.
2: (laughs) Some Israeli, yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but look at all this publicity I got. Okay, so it's not jitterbug. Did we say what it was?
2: You haven't said what it was yet.
4: I said it was you thrill me. Not you thrill uh, me. Um, it was I put you I put you in, you in a trance.
3: Put you in parentheses a trance. No, I li- I, I would like it to be that one because I think put you in is like a um <laughs> a, a double entendre for. Mm-hmm.
2: It's like an entendre and a half. It's an
3: Yeah put you in and i feel like she does a lot of putting you in in body of evidence indeed she ties you up mhm it was called love hurts
1: of course okay <laughs>
4: The sex book. Oh, oh it's, it's a, somewhere.
2: It's at my parents' house. I have two it's like of them oh, Smart. My Did mom you bought one.
4: Me, yeah, wrapped. Yeah, my mom bought me two. She said, "Just keep this one wrapped.
3: It'll be worth something." And then she, I opened up the other one.
4: I How love that my your... mother bought me poor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> your parents are so like pro Madonna and so progressive. Yeah.
4: My parents love Madonna. Well, my mom likes, you know, she's Catholic and my mom likes the Catholic and and, and, like all that iconography. Mm, She wears crosses and rosaries. She likes Mm -hmm. it.
3: Does she see it as like a a challenge to the values?
4: No, she thinks it's good because she likes to work. Like she thinks it's...
3: Like Madonna's doing it respectively.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's like protection and things like that. Mm. Yeah, Italian Catholics. They love their crosses. My parents, my mom's (laughs) Italian
2: Catholic. They do it better.
1: Italians do it better. (laughs)
3: So to talk about body of evidence, well, I was thinking that we could just go through and sort of just like tell our listeners the story of this movie, what happens in it. What does happen in that movie? (laughs) So much. (laughs) (laughs) What doesn't happen?
4: Honey, I love the raincoat and the beret. I'm all about that. I I bought a raincoat and a beret because of that. And here is the beret. (laughs) I wish it was beige.
3: I it's know black, oh, right. which, yeah,
4: that I was like, but when I was in high school, when that movie came out, I bought like a raincoat and a beret.
2: <laughs> and you were like, I'm going to be the most popular kid in school.
4: <laughs> well, no, no, nothing I did made me popular. There's more confused and hateful, but I would, I wore it anyway to school. And you're,
3: you're like, nobody knows that I'm Rebecca Carlson. <laughs> it's my secret. <laughs>
4: Gal- I an art gallery. The art gallery owner. You know that was her decision to change that. I'm sure mm-hmm. to change oh, that right. character. <laughs> in, the, in the original, and she I works live at in like, a luxury Macy's. houseboat. Okay. Yeah.
2: This character <laughs> does not make sense.
4: That also that. Yeah. The locations were so weird to me. Like that. I. I, didn't, I think. I, I. I still don't understand what a houseboat is. Like I, still I don't understand. either. I don't
2: think that is one.
3: <laughs> I think <laughs> that a houseboat is more just like a boat that that you live in yeah but she lived on the water, but it wasn't a boat. No, it was a house that floated on water. And had a pier that you walked up to. <laughs> and, honey, it had a breeze because
2: those oh curtains were always... So yes. many billowing curtains. It curtains.
4: <laughs> she didn't, and she had no electric bill because she was always lighting candles, lighting candles Which is so
2: reckless with all those billowing fabric.
3: Honey, she
4: could been the whole place
3: down. When she brings Frank there for the first time, Willem Dafoe's character, and he's like, oh, I've never been in one of these. And I'm like, yeah, because they don't exist. There was a, <laughs> a house just like sitting on water. Wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> Slap.
4: Men don't marry women like her. Okay, <laughs> Ann Archer. Ann Archer's I doing, is Ann Archer, is
1: Archer
3: doing, doing a voice? Best. Is she doing a voice in that? I can't think of Ann Archer's natural voice, but she's like very like, she's just, she's talking like this the whole time. Victim. Yeah. yeah. Cocaine <laughs> and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shovels full of it up her nose.
3: <laughs> I
4: saw her spooning it in her nose. With those vows. those little vows.
3: You know well, the there's... ones. <laughs> John, do you want to tell us what Body of Evidence is? Oh,
2: for... sure. <laughs> Just real quick, it's a erotic thriller. It's directed by Uli Adele, written by Brad Mer- Merman. Stars Madonna, Willem Dafoe, Joe Mantegna, and Archer, Julianne Moore, and Jürgen Horknow. Julie's mm-hmm. on January 7th in 1993 and it made $38 million off a budget of $30 million, so not pretty good there. Uh, it has an 8% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and the critical consensus is uh, body of evidence's sex scenes may be kinky, but the ludicrous concept is further undone by the ridiculous dialogue. And Julianne Moore has stated that she regrets acting in the film and has called it a big mistake.
4: Whoa. I never mean, knew she said that. It came out on my birthday, so I'm <laughs> meant to be here to talk about
2: this.
1: <laughs> oh, perfect
2: so was that like your birthday party like we're all going to see body of evidence
4: it must have been because i did go with a couple of people from high school like some girls that were madonna fans a couple mm-hmm. of them blonde one was bisexual and then the other one ended up becoming a lesbian Oh, oh because the oh. body of evidence <laughs> yes. <It> was so <laughs>
1: sexual
3: how do i get in on that Yes, i have to become a lesbian oh, frank frank <laughs> Have you ever watched animals make love, Frank? It's intense.
4: It's violent. But they never really hurt each other.
2: What?
3: But we're not animals.
2: Just like when Julia Moore is going to slap me later. She's not actually going to make any contact.
4: (laughs) I like when she's eating strawberries and she starts that crazy story. And I, I went to the neighbor's house and the thorns cut my 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 knees all up but the sh- strawberries always tasted so sweet. I'm just <laughs> like, oh my god, is this from like the sex book? One of those short stories?
2: <laughs> Cut from the sex book.
4: <laughs> I did hear there was some controversy I remember at the time that she they, they I think somebody was upset that they, because she shot the sex book before she shot the movie, but she read the script and now they're saying that she took, you know, this oh, sort of vibe of S&M and put it into her sex book. Well,
2: yeah, Body of Evidence invented S&M. So that makes yes.
1: sense.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I heard that the director or the producer didn't want her to, because re- the book came out at the same time. And he was like, wait on the book, because otherwise. Um, and so they, they blamed the, the the failure of the movie on that, which is. I'm
3: sure. So yeah. it could, like everyone could buy the book and look at it. And then they're like, we don't need to see Madonna in a movie. We have all these pictures of her.
2: Yeah. I want Madonna, but I don't want Willem Dafoe. Mm, I'll just get the book then. <laughs> you can get oh, Ingrid no.
4: Caceres
2: and Vanilla Naomi Ice. Campbell, and Naomi yeah. Campbell, Vanilla Ice, much better.
4: Mm-hmm. Tony Ward. Oh yes, honey, mm-hmm. Tony Ward. But they were, were they re- reunited in Miami when they re-released that sex book kind of Oh yeah, part. yeah. It was yeah. a they, sex book they, party like a... with Eve Saint Laurent or something.
3: Yeah, they had like a, a lot, like a display. Yeah. A gallery, a gal, a pop up gallery, Rebecca
4: Carlson, yeah. Rebecca Carlson again, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I own an art gallery. The people that I work with are rich, it's just something like that.
4: Portland's a small city. I even dated I a guy that <laughs> dated a girl that you dated.
1: <laughs> I was trying to remember, we're Eskimo twins, like, basically.
4: It's like, I, it's like, I was like, that. I mean, she delivers those lines like like really good but really bad at the same time like you remember them but i I also love like she's also kind of doing marlena dietrich and witness for the prosecution with those mm -hmm, like the styling on the stand and the eyebrows I remember Cisco and Ebert gave a review of it and one of them was upset that she like didn't look like her hairdo i just this always st- stuck in my head but her hairdo wasn't sexy when she was on the stand and she has some sort of weird hairdo he said and I was thinking yeah she did have like a like a weird like i think she's trying to look like in. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was very beret head. It was just like this not very flattering, pulled back, like kind of mm-hmm. like dull. And then when she lets it down, she looks better. But like she has that hairdo for a lot of the movie because she's in on, on trial. She should have had the beret, like Marlena Dietrich, and sat there the with stand. that beret on the stand with the curls mm-hmm. and the, those I like hair doesn't come
2: down until we find out the truth.
4: It doesn't come down until you find out the truth. But before that, it's sort of like, like lightly down with the beret and then it's yeah. up but it's up too much in that movie. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: It's doing the lion's share of the work for her character development.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Letting us know what mood Rebecca Carlson is in. Right. It's the hair story. If you just look at the hair, you can tell the whole movie.
4: Well, when that movie came out, you know, I was 16, I was coming into my own, you know, sexual relevance. Sure. (laughs) And I would use some of the tricks like when I would first have having sex with people, I would like take that belt. Like the light bulb? Oh. No, not mm-hmm. the light bulb. I would take the belt. I would take the belt off them. And she like, so she taught me some like, you know, like little moves in the bedroom. So I'd take oh, the yeah. belt off the guys and then, um, you know, put up Ramen just like how she did. I knew how to do it. And all the guys were like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I'm Rebecca Carlson. You don't want mm-hmm. to have sex with
2: Rebecca? <laughs> I definitely did they candle take... wax because of this movie. You did? A little bit. Yeah. I didn't have the champagne. I couldn't afford that.
1: I don't think I
4: ever did candle wax, but maybe I, maybe I did do. I don't think anybody ever wanted to that.
2: It's not that as intense as you think it might be. It's like, messy. Much wants it, yeah, it's it's messy. messy. You need extra towels. Yeah. And then
3: also when Rebecca Carlson does it, it's like candle wax followed by champagne and then she licks it all up. She and I'm like, you, that is like, still hot. Yeah. It's not, yeah.
2: <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> You're not supposed to eat wax. I'm dumb. <laughs> this movie makes no sense, Madonna.
0: <laughs> <laughs> make love in a tray.
3: Well, let's let's go through for people. I think probably if you're listening to this podcast, you probably see, hopefully you've seen Body of Evidence. (laughs) You need to watch it. It's 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 a murder. It's a murder trial. Rebecca Carlson, a Portland, a high profile Portland (laughs) gallery owner. Dating an older man, and he dies either while they're having sex or shortly afterwards. That's the question.
2: Right. The opening of it is very Clue. Like, it's like, you see this big mansion, it's storming Mm -hmm. out. It's
3: very Clue. Yeah. (laughs) Flickery lights because of the lightning.
4: Yeah, then you see, like like, a television like a camera, right? With a, and a television. Yeah. She's yeah. they're filming. She's they're filming themselves having sex, and it yeah. looks like it's Madonna, but you can't see the yeah. face. Yeah.
2: No, that it's, one you can't. You definitely can see it's Madonna. They're just like she's in a reverse, cow reverse cowgirl. Oh, that's barrel, right. Like for the camera. But yeah. then you and sometimes and I get I get confused with ba- basic instinct. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. That's yeah, a yeah. very common. Yeah. But then we see the guy who's in the movie is watching the video of him having sex with Madonna he's dead. Oh, His that's right. Work. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's right. Yes, mm-hmm. that's what it is.
3: <laughs> so it starts. Yeah, dead body. And there's like nipple clamps on the table. Yeah, tell. And he's mm-hmm. handcuffed. And he's dead. There's a lot of artwork with birds for some reason. Bird artwork, <laughs> antiques. It's high end and high end and guttural at the same time. Very high low. <laughs> this world that we're we're being introduced to. Portland.
4: No <laughs> 90s to get a, a Portland, Portland right. Yeah, like why did you go like How unsexy of a location Just soggy and cold
3: But, but she wants to fuck <laughs> That's what she does The next scene is the dete- all the detectives there And they're looking at the crime scene And telling us some facts about it And that movie is still playing in the background Which is like, how long is that movie? It's out a loop it's a, it's a videotape because of the time that it is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it ends at some point, but not in this world. In this world, it just, like, ends, rewinds, and starts over, and nobody going to it. Well, it could be that they it. were
2: like, well, let's see what's on this videotape, because maybe the videotape will show us mm. who the murderer is. But then Joe Mantegna, who is, like, the DA, he just shows up at the crime scene. He's
3: also there. I know, it's very, very murky what people's roles are in this movie. Even the doctors on... Trial. Even the cinematography is kind of
4: murky. Like it's very sort of like brown and mm-hmm. muted. Yeah, you know, everything
2: seems like it's sh- like it's all lit through like blinds.
4: Yeah, like yeah I to guess be
2: like very like key light and like artistic.
4: Yeah, kind of like a like a forties um, film noir, but it yeah. just looks brown.
3: Yeah.
2: It's yeah. Well, Heard like a view.
3: lot of her costumes are very brown. Also, we talked about her brown beret and, and beige. beige coat. Yeah. yeah. I also beige love eyebrows. the beige outfit and I love also
4: she's you first see her We get to, and she's like wearing that babushka uh-huh. and, and that black raincoat and I just I love that I love that outfit I like I just was like wearing that at a, at a, at a, in a cemetery I think that's so fun
3: <laughs> yeah yeah she knows, yeah it's rainy it's all the whole movie's raining it's all dreary gray brown um, but while the detectives are there looking at the evidence and making fun of it, they were kind of making like, whoa, what are these nipple clamps? How do you use them? Uh, they're telling the audience <laughs> that they're supposed to be like, this is a kinky, kinky place. Mm-hmm. Joanne, played by Ann Archer, the <laughs> secretary comes in and tells Joe Mantegna that Rebecca killed him. She says it straight out. Yeah. The accusations on the table in the second no scene. time.
2: Or Rebecca. They think Rebecca? I'm a whore. <laughs> you left this video playing, I mean.
3: They
4: think I'm a whore.
3: <laughs> and then the next thing we go to, the, we see the funeral of the dead guy, Andrew Marsh. Is that his name? Andrew Marsh. Andrew Marsh, yeah. And we see it through William Defoe's character's point of view. So I think William Defoe's is like the protagonist of this movie. Yes, it's not I Madonna. Know. It's not Rebecca. He's us. an enigma.
4: Yeah. yeah. We don't know if we're supposed to, if she's innocent or if she's guilty.
3: Right. It's a real cat and mouse. Is that the right term?
1: Maybe. Sure. Yeah.
3: For some reason, I guess because Andrew Marsh is a rich person, it looks like the funeral's being televised.
1: Yeah, if there's there a lot like of... A boom, yeah. It, yeah.
3: He's a prominent man. <laughs> yeah. So it's being filmed. I'm not sure why. But he is her lawyer. Frank,
2: But he, like, introduces himself to her at the funeral?
3: Yeah. Right after the funeral ends, he, like, finds her. He asks somebody, like, who's Rebecca? And they point her out. And so he goes over there and she's like, you must be Frank.
1: They think I'm, I'm a whore.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the women hate me. They think I'm a whore.
3: I feel like that should have been, like, her every other line.
4: They
0: think I'm a whore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and and I She's a whore, I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> she's
3: like, I used to get those strawberries tasted so sweet.
0: They think I'm a whore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll have an espresso, please.
0: They think I'm a whore. Espresso for whore?
3: <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, so, and then we, in their conversation we lay out like all the questions that are gonna come into the courtroom scene. You know, did you, do, I, she's like, I loved him. Did you love him? Did you kill him? Mm. Mm. Mm.
2: The eternal mm. questions.
3: Can it be both? Mm. <laughs>
0: Can't kiss a goodbye,
1: but I promise to try.
3: And then we cut to Willem Dafoe with his wife
2: yeah his wife yeah. And their son yeah. their son
3: mm-hmm. for, some reason, I the more. This, for some reason I feel like I thought maybe it could have been her son from a previous marriage I don't know why
2: uh, it could well, have been she owns I mean, the, the, the restaurant so, mm-hmm. that definitely came with the son from a previous
1: relationship <laughs>
3: Yeah, you think they're eating at a restaurant and then like suddenly she's like, oh, I got to get up and
1: like, I the manager
3: called out tonight or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> so she's busy. She's like, That's why it's like she's busy. She's a career woman. She's missing all the clues that he's going to later on have an affair with Rebecca.
3: It's a big restaurant, too. It reminds me of those like n- 90s. Oh, yeah. Like Blue restaurants Water in Grill. New York. Yeah. Ernie's yeah. on the Upper East, Upper West Side. Yeah. Uh, everything was bigger and colder and wetter in, in the
4: 90s, 90s Portland
2: yeah. exactly
3: yeah now we're into like crafts craft cocktails but back then it was still we we're still living on the opulence of the 80s mm. yeah it was just a lot of brass mm-hmm. brass yeah marble <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking ahead to the second scene of the restaurant where Julianne Moore is really flustered and just like collides with that oh, right. <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> what are those bites <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what has she done to you, Frank?
2: <laughs>
4: uh, I think this I actually really think this should be a play. They should turn this into a musical on Broadway.
2: It 100 percent should. Well, watch it. They just need to amp it up because it is so absurd. And you just used you know songs from Erotica. It's done. Yes,
3: totally. Oh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We can. We could. Next time we zoom, we'll get
2: that done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put together an outline. <laughs> But what's so crazy about the scene is they're having a conversation about this case right in front of their son, who's like twelve. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, they're like,
3: "No one's gonna believe her." I'm like, yeah, but yeah, but maybe she's maybe she's innocent. And sex then Julian, as a weapon. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kid like says the thesis statement. They give the kid the thesis statement <laughs> of the movie. Can you really screw someone to death? That's right. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> You're too young to you know
4: about that, right? Yeah, or are you? Or, or are you? Are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. the Everybody's horny in that
3: movie. <laughs> Even <laughs> their child. <laughs> My God. And then the plot thickens because the cops and the lawyer and Rebecca oh, right. They're like, they're questioning her at the mm-hmm. station.
4: Yeah. I like this scene. This is a good scene. The lighting's good. Yeah. And, and her outfit. I love her outfit in this scene. Like the beret. Yeah. And it's like some sort of gray top that she has something i forget but i love this i,
3: I do like this scene this is where they arrest her or yeah. they charge her they charge her yeah she's real quippy in it too i don't remember i feel like rebecca carlson is i think like she was th- i think breathless mahoney was thought of as kind of a successful performance of hers and she has those like lines with like you don't know whether you want to hit me or kiss me Uh huh. Yeah. like it's that level of like flirtatious it's- quips yes throughout this movie
4: it's very like she's like in some like in a 1940s film and she's like she thinks she's like Betty Davis and she's giving these sort of like yeah. line deliveries that are like such line deliveries. It's like I'm <laughs> yeah. you know Portland's a small city I even blah 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 but like yeah. you know
3: like and then they're like have you ever used cocaine and Willem Dafoe like stops her from answering and it's like cocaine use is illegal in Portland and then she goes I've never used cocaine in Portland and she they all look like at each okay, other okay. like
4: she she, like, she's, she's sharp. She's sneaky, yeah. <laughs> and she We'd like almost high
3: f- f- Yeah, like <laughs> high fives her lawyer.
4: <laughs> it's very much like how you know, um, um, Cat- Sharon Stone, yes. Catherine Tramell, and basically these
1: yeah.
4: men getting, you know, cornering and questioning a woman, but she's yeah. turning it on them I and turning
3: it on. Yeah, turning <laughs> them on.
4: So
1: them what on. are you gonna
3: arrest me for smoking? yes the questions and then when she did and then that whole that yeah like women having that like repartee what was the movie diabolique oh i love diabolique they filmed that in pittsburgh
1: when oh i God. lived
4: there I, I remember driving around trying to find her they filmed it in shady side up in pittsburgh at this old this giant um mansion because it's supposed to be the boys school like the boarding school yeah I love that movie. She looks great in that movie, too. I like the, the costumes in that, like that 1940s vamp, even though it takes place in 1996. That movie, that's yeah. another one that makes zero sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this I movie... want to be in these movies.
2: <laughs> right?
3: There could be a real resurgence of this kind of stuff, like women who are like so sexy but evil at the same time. and like
2: Right. But
3: well, they don't make movies anymore. That's yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> No right, remember when we used to make movies? <laughs> but the, the accusation in here is that she's been accused of using cocaine. Oh no, that they found cocaine in his system. Right. In Andrew Marsh's system. And that he has a history of heart disease. And like, Rebecca's like, he did not use cocaine. She's like, for a fact, I know for a fact that he did not. Men lie oh that's that. it oh yeah. my
4: god I love that men lie that's true <laughs> it is true there should just be
2: a line of t-shirts from this movie that are just
4: <laughs> men lie <laughs> I love all I can't, I'm can sorry this is jumping ahead but I love when she gets slapped and she just looks in the mirror and goes like this like she like puts her nails into her like flesh <laughs> <and>
1: she, after <laughs> she gets really slapped funny. yeah it in. And it just like is
4: on her for a really long time. Sorry, I just like it popped no. into my head. <laughs> but this is where they're gonna take her away, and they whisk her down the stairs. And the part the, the 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 Portland Press is there. <laughs> oh, you know the Portland Press had it. Oh yeah, oh, the North Portland North press. Italy is the paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She's in the will. She's the sole inheritor, sole recipient, sole beneficiary (laughs) of $8 million. That's a hell of a motive. That's a hell of a motive. I kind of think she delivers that line really well. Yeah, yeah, she does. That's,
4: that's where, like, she goes in and out of, like, she yeah. sounds like a, like a cardboard cartoon cutout, and then sometimes she just sounds like a real human. And, like, <laughs> so it's, it's so weird how she can be, she can, she can do it, <laughs> but she can't always Not consistently, do
3: it. yeah. No. No. And, and, like, they'd say that, like, if you can, if you can only do a handstand in yoga, like 60% of the time, then you can't re- do a handstand. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: wow. No, she <laughs> can't deliver a lot, believe it. <laughs> she does not pass the yoga test. No.
4: <laughs> That's why she's better in supporting roles, because she doesn't have as many opportunities to go in and out of that cadence. Yeah. That's why she's like in the League of the Ring or like Desperate Seeking Susan. She's just yeah. better in supporting
3: parts. And we also learned here that she's facing 20 years behind bars if she's convicted.
4: Not Rebecca, behind oh. bars? Without that beret, What's to her
2: gallery just collect dust for twenty years. Oh, this like is you know. gonna float away.
4: <laughs> I like when you see her like up on the ladder in the gallery, and I remember thinking I was like, "What is she doing up there?" I, I didn't really <laughs> understand like she's hanging up the pictures herself. I was like, "I don't think when I was a kid when I watched that movie, I don't think I understood what a gallery owner. I don't, I think I knew what that was. Yeah, <laughs> I still like, don't I was, think I know what that is. <laughs> a gallery
2: owner. <laughs>
4: okay, they own a gallery. Oh,
2: okay,
3: like. Well,
2: like you yeah, own an room. empty room? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And this scene ends with have you ever seen animals make love, Frank?
1: Uh, it's so intense. That's after they it's get he gets her out of prison. Well that the they're first in the, scene car. With the cops. Joe oh. and Willem
2: Dafoe like do a walk and talk. They're like mad at each other, but they're like completely in sync. Like their steps are completely in sync. It, <laughs> to me, honestly watching, it, I was like, it sounds like they're about to break into a tab number. Because <laughs> they're just like walking, like exactly in rhythm together. It was
3: right, and they're the two like the two lawyers who are on either side of this case, yeah. and they're like, mm-hmm. like you don't have a case. Yeah, I do. House no, you don't. Case. Yeah, I'm gonna
4: win
1: Five this. Six, seven, eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that,
3: <laughs> That's yeah, right. that, that,
4: He warns. Her, he warns him later on, or at some point, he warns William de like.
3: You're in your head with her, something like that. You're falling in love with her, something. After like that. the after the case ends, oh, that's it. He yeah. looks at her and he's like, "Walk away,
2: Frank."
1: Yeah,
3: walk away, because <laughs> he knows that it, it's gotten personal between the two of them.
2: He's like, "This happened when we did Speed the Plow. Walk away.
3: <laughs> Trust me." <laughs> oh yeah, she gets. She does it when she gets out of. When gets out on bail before they discuss all that stuff about the will, and she gets in the car and she goes, Get me out of here and it's a very Carrie Bradshaw uh, <laughs> Sex in the City first movie when she's Get me out of kidding. here. Yeah. Get,
4: Get me out here. of here, Frank. <laughs> I also love how she's like she loves to do this when she's in the car. She does this in um Material Girl at the end, and then she like I'm putting for the podcast. Oh, actually, yeah, yeah. I'm putting <laughs> like my on fingers on my temple, and then she, and she does that. In basic
3: um and Body of Evidence. She,
1: right. Yeah, like, like, here's checking a Action is yeah, is I, my,
2: yeah. I'm thinking right
3: now. I feel like it's a very good po- like if I ever had to be driven away from paparazzi, I would definitely do that because it's like a like I'm not hiding my head, but I'm kind of shielding my face. But oh, yeah, just yeah. Being like,
1: right. like nonchalant. This is
3: my new reality. <laughs> I See, understand I'm a science. part of an ecosystem, but I don't have to always like it. <laughs> like, yeah, it ups all of our value, but sometimes. I'm not
0: apologizing. It's human nature. Would it sound better if I were a And I'm not sorry. Why don't hang your shit on me. you, you
1: don't
0: just deal with
3: it? I'm then we see, after have you ever seen animals make love? Frank, we see Frank and Julianne Moore having morning sex. Um, yeah, and, he and he's really turned part. on. Oh no, this
4: yeah. is what is this? It's, where it's like missionary?
2: Very like boor, you oh, know, like it's okay. not the adventurist that we get with Madonna.
4: I think you can see his balls.
2: Probably. What?
3: William Defoe doesn't care. He's like, he likes that. It like the, I was looking at it from an intimacy coordinator point of view. Oh yeah. Which I am not one, but I was like, I <laughs> feel like there was, this was like the era where they were just like, so just like start fucking and we'll film it. I don't know. Like it did seem, it seems so
2: Yeah, real. It does seem insane watching it now to be like, how
3: would
4: they
2: have done that today?
4: They, well, they, the sex scenes are crazy. I mean, and they're really, yeah. they're, and like, they're really
2: graphic. <laughs> yeah. And I it mean, he really puts his face in all of her nooks and crannies. Yeah. yeah there are a bunch of things where, like, you're not, like, you can't fake that. Like, that's no. her face in her puss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's
3: no cut where they're like, okay, we're going to put a little patch right here so that you no. can, like.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> I
1: wonder I mean, if they yeah. really
3: had sex. That's what I'm inspired. because they
4: know each other. Willem Defoe and Julianne Moore and Madonna. I mean, uh, oh,
3: they were friendly with each other before. Yeah, I think she went to she went to go see something at the Wooster Group that he was in. Oh, mm. that
1: makes sense.
3: Um, and I think probably they knew that they were going to do this movie together. And he's such a well-respected actor
1: Yeah. Like a, yeah. he's an
3: actor's actor yeah. that she probably wanted to be.
2: This will add legitimacy to this. Yeah, apparently, yeah, you know, yes. she, she apparently
4: chose him. She's like, I it want to get it Makes She probably felt comfortable being naked with him and stuff because since you know he's a legitimate actor. I also like the press conference that they do. I remember it was on hard copy mm-hmm. um, back in the day, and they talk about like you know that they're about to film the movie. Oh,
2: like a real life press conference. On- yeah,
4: with them sitting <laughs> at a table in Portland, <laughs> and she's wearing she's wearing Chanel. Mm.
2: Ooh, she's serious.
4: Yeah, she's an the actress, honey. And then they give her the key to the city and it was wrapped in a garter belt and she wouldn't hold it.
3: She's like, I'm not doing that. I'm she's in the like, actor's studio phase of my marriage. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
4: she told William Defoe, to you hold it.
3: <laughs> it's on YouTube. You can see
4: it. Well, I have it on VHS. Oh. <laughs> Men don't marry women like me.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> they think I'm a whore.
0: They think I'm a whore.
4: I'm going to say that all the time now. Uh, (laughs) Do I pay for parking here or do I go downstairs? (laughs) They think I'm a whore. (laughs) Do
3: you guys validate? (laughs) They think I'm a
4: whore.
0: They think I'm a whore. (laughs) I hope everyone starts saying that now. They They think I'm
3: a whore.
0: They think I'm a whore.
3: Just be non specific about it, who they are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, who? And you're like, well, all right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get in the lawyer's office again, and Ann Archer as. I keep forgetting her name. Joanne. Joanne is being. She's the Joanne in that movie, honey, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, Joanne. She's a prude and she very protective of Andrew Marsh. Claims that she's seen Rebecca Carlson shoveling cocaine up her nose, little vial. Yeah, she calls her a shovel or little vial. (laughs) (laughs) Can't be both, Joanne. (laughs) Shoveling it. She's a cokehead slut, but because of the voice she's doing, she's like, she's a cokehead slut. (laughs) And then because of that information, Frank goes to Rebecca's work at the gallery where she's on (laughs) the ladder. (laughs) ladder. Wait, before we get to
2: that, can we talk about the donuts in this scene? (laughs) <laughs> there's some yeah. weird thing where at the top of the scene where they're like Joe Mantegna you said like he brought donuts like he always does but he always eats them all and then the button of the scene is like hey Frank take the last donut I'm like what is this oh thing? yeah Anything? it's like a
4: weird ominous it almost looks like it's like it's poison it's like a weird right, it's, it's, it's really like strange donut
2: like it's like maybe it's, it has cocaine
4: it. on it and it seems like he's kind of it's like a threat the way he says it
2: there's some weird yeah it's, it seems like something that was Had written out. out Yeah. yeah but it's so weird
3: is it supposed to like allude to like the the future temptation? Like in here, he's like he's able to resist temptation. Donut still, vagina, maybe. Yeah, hole. It's a hole. <laughs> Go on, Frank. Why don't you fuck that donut? And he's like, "Please, I'm married." <laughs> they think I'm a whore. They think I'm a whore. And Frank confronts Rebecca at work, and he's yes. like, "You lied to me. I can't be your law- lawyer if you lied to me." You've done cocaine. We have an eyewitness. And she's like, come
4: Joanne? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I haven't
2: done since I was
4: seven. Joanne hates me. I like when she's like, she hates me. I was like, oh, and of course you think everyone hates you, Madonna. <laughs> they
2: think
3: you're a whore. She hates me. I'm a whore. They think I'm a whore. And then she takes him to her, like her alternative doctor. Yeah, which I, it's like an apothecary.
2: It's very it's pop- 40s. Yeah, it's like yeah. The say it's like the opening scene in Gremlins. Like it's yes,
4: yeah. it's, and it's like low lighting, and they have the like the little the blinds like again bamboo. with the lighting. There's yeah. the bamboo.
1: It's some like antique
3: Chinese, lamps. It's a Chinese. Some sort of like Chinese herbalist. Yeah, yeah, and an unsanitary I'm, long-haired cat, just like
4: lying right. on a desk. Right. There's, like, goes, a
2: mortar and pestle, like, on his desk. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was just crushing some, some herbs together.
4: I feel like that was, like, the beginning of, like, the 90s sort of, like, alternative,
3: like, medicines, like, scene. Because it's
4: Portland. Yes. Yeah. It's-,
3: it's definitely, like, that era where, like, everybody who... Before everybody became, like, real estate brokers on the side, people oh, right. went through, like... This was, like, when everyone got went to massage and acupuncture school. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or yeah. acupressure. Right, and- Uh, and um, 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 Reiki yes not realizing how few people actually get that stuff done
2: (laughs) do you (laughs) if you know a lot of crazy rich people then yes learn to be a Reiki bastard your friends are also just unemployed actors you're wasting your time
3: (laughs) (laughs) and she's like doctor can you give me my medicine and he gives her some Chinese peony root
2: right it's an aspirin substitute that cramps. She,
4: for cramps.
1: <laughs> she yeah. I love
4: how she says that like it's a review. Cramps. And then she like licks it off uh-huh. her hand like a cat.
1: <laughs> so
4: sexy Madonna Cramps. And then he has to wait there while she gets acupuncture. Like Yeah. Because
2: acupuncture needles are also like like a foot long like they're <laughs> the longest There's... Needles. Like yeah they look like a in the lot back content- of the house
3: <laughs> tangled she can't get it done in her house because those billowing curtains would get wrapped up in those needles <laughs> <laughs> for sure she
2: well,
4: has to have a reason like to sneak a peek at her nude flash, yeah her nude ball day.
2: but also like and the then, doctor just like puts down these it's like anyone can see through these like weird bamboo screens yes yeah it's I not mean, very
3: private no um, and he he thinks he's like spot he goes over to get the cat off the desk but it's really a ruse to get closer to like peeking at her and then she's like asks him a question in conversation like she knows he's standing right there she's like is it still raining yeah yeah
4: <laughs> i also find it so weird at the time being like that he did that i just didn't find it like not like i just feel like a not enough happened between them to like make him want to like to do that and like and us to still care about him as a character just made him look kind of sleazy
3: yeah this movie she, does move real fast
4: it does the trial starts fast. the next <laughs> day
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like she gets arrested and the trial starts uh, the next day yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's portland they do mm-hmm. not have a lot of cases backed up no no I know. not that many people fuck up in portland <laughs> When they do, the paparazzi are there. Uh, especially if it's a whore.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the headline on the paper. Whore. We think she's a whore. <laughs> and then she she got the paper and she was like, look, Frank, they think I'm a whore. They
0: think I'm a whore.
3: After, all, after the acupuncture, he take, drives her back to her houseboat. And she invites him in, but he plays by the rules. I'm your lawyer. Yeah, I don't eat donuts. If you know what I'm saying.
4: <laughs> come on in. Would you like to come in? I'm your lawyer. I could use a friend.
3: Good night, Rebecca.
4: Frank. <laughs> then, like, doesn't she try to act like all innocent? Like, I don't know if that's later on the at the houseboat. Like, where he takes her back another time, where she's acting like
2: that's what she's him? like, it would be nice.
3: It would be nice, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And now, this is the next morning, and we meet Judge Mabel Burnham. No nonsense.
2: This
4: judge. Oh, that's an ex-boyfriend of mine's um, acting teacher. He kept telling me that <laughs> in New York when I dated him. He was like, that's my acting teacher.
2: Wow. <laughs>
3: She's an acting teacher, honey. <laughs> She's a good actor <laughs> in this movie. They just give her like a lot of sort of like trophy stuff to do as like, a, yeah, a judge. Yeah, makes no sense. Yeah. Could you be just
4: stick
2: with the with the story I at hand? In any performances by counsel or by the gallery? And yeah. then goes,
4: I'm just trying to explain myself. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like everybody, everybody in her courtroom is constantly on thin ice. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> like they're all, all they're all pushing the boundaries. And she's like, "Don't make me clear this courtroom not today."
2: <laughs> Why doesn't she have a spinoff? Like she could give Judge Judy a run for her money. She really could have, and she could teach her acting.
1: <laughs> Mabel <Judge> Burnham. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and we see in this next scene the lawyers' opening statements. Joe Mantegna's DA is she's a weapon, she's a killer, and Frank's reminds the jury that yes, she had. You're going to hear some steamy stuff. But remember, Rebecca Carlson is not on trial for her sexual tastes. But, she like, is. Mm-hmm. but is she? But she yeah. Is. But she is. Because why? they think
0: they I'm think a, whore. a whore. they think I'm a
3: whore. She even says
4: something like that about the jury. She's like, the jury went. They think they're mad. They, oh yeah, they, they're, they're like whore.
3: the women all think I'm a whore, and the, the men want to the, get the, back at like, me for some every woman girl that dumped
1: them, them down or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I know how their minds work. The women hate me. They think I'm a whore. And the men see a cold, heartless bitch they can
3: pay back for every chick that's ever blown them off in a bar.
4: You have an inflated opinion of yourself.
3: We go right into some expert testimony from a doctor who performed the autopsy, I guess, on Andrew Marsh. And I guess apparently also analyzed the nasal spray.
2: Yeah, he said his, they were talking about cocaine. He said the nasal membranes were too smooth for even occasional cocaine use.
3: Yeah. And then, but that it, that it was mixed in with the nasal spray found on the bedside table. So this doctor does a lot of different things. Portland. You
2: can't you just have, be a specialist. You have to no, know.
3: You have to know, like, did I, did you run the labs on the nasal spray? <laughs> <laughs> yes, right after the autopsy I performed on his nasal cavity. <laughs> <laughs> while watching
2: the videotape.
3: And then we meet Dr. Paley. Dr. Right. Paley is Jurgen now. Did I say it right? I didn't say it right. Probably. He yeah, has an accent, but it's important that he has an accent later in the movie. His oh, very no. distinctive voice. Yeah. And he is a doctor who claims that he treated Andrew Marsh a couple of years ago for cocaine use in the emergency room that Andrew Marsh had done cocaine and it had fucked him up so bad that he checked himself <laughs> into the emergency room. And Dr. Paley... <laughs> and they were like, what were... What, what? How is he presenting? And he said, he presented with a galaxy of symptoms.
4: <laughs> That's like what? what?
3: <laughs> Rapid heartbeat. Nervous. Poor. Sweating. Poor... So now it's confusing because the like the one doctor is like he there's no way this guy's ever done cocaine, and then this other doctor's like he has at least he's done half cocaine. cocaine. <laughs> yeah, it is mostly cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: took a DNA test and this man. It's fifty percent cocaine.
3: <laughs> so we don't, we don't know. We don't know at this point.
4: God, who can we trust? Yeah, you, <laughs> you can't trust any of the characters in body of evidence. That's why it's a mystery. Who did it? Who's lying?
1: Ah.
3: Men lie. That's right. Men lie. So far. She's a victim. Everyone on the stand has been a man. Until now, because then Joanne (laughs) takes the stand. Ah, Joanne had it.
2: What I also love about this movie is every time someone takes the stand, they, like, announce the next witness. They, like, open up, like, they come in from another room. Uh It's like like The Price is Right, where they're like, here's... (laughs) here's Person. They're all, they're all doing cabaret shows. Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
3: boom, boom. Please welcome to the stand. Our next act, Joanne. Joanne. Honey. Joanne <laughs> Um And Joanne, please, some more like plot twists in that. The relationship was complicated. Rebecca, that Andrew had proposed to Rebecca. Rebecca was going to move to Chicago. She maybe turned him down. And on cross examination, Frank is like, "Were you ever in whatever? Forgot what they called it, but rehab." Mount Hood. Mount Hood is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Mount Hood Rehabilitation Facility. Yep. And Can't do you? About four yeah. <laughs> 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 Joanne starts to unravel yeah. at this point. Immediately,
2: <laughs> she has a zero poker face. This woman. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
3: He's like, have you ever been? And she's like, ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she could have used some acting lessons for that judge.
3: Yes, yeah. I Joanne. Pull you aside in between takes. <laughs> and if I could, <laughs> or do you go by Joanne, are you Method? And she's like, no, <laughs> let's Anna. go
2: Method. Even if you're not, I'm going to make you Method.
3: <laughs> so she was in rehab for alcohol and cocaine use. So she can't be trusted. She's yeah. a liar. She's been to Mount Hood. She's a goddamn liar. Then I wrote this note in my notes. This trial is not how trials work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know for sure. Oh, have but you ever seemed, been
2: on trial for murder? It seems
3: like a lot of, like, surprise stuff happens that, like, I think in actual trials you have to present all the evidence. Yes. Like, you have to tell the other side what you're going to do and what you're going to find so that, and this one is a lot of, research. like, a lot of things that send the galley the spectators into like titters and murmurs a lot all the time. Oh
4: yeah, that they're yeah. always going to... oh they also always the like size? turn around when somebody's gonna come in. Like, yeah, I especially, I, I especially like that one reveal later
3: on where they're all they all turn around. I like also to think that like that like in a stage in like a high school stage version, whenever something incendiary is dropped, they would just all start being like oh, peas and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and, <laughs> and, carrots, peas <laughs> and carrots, peas and carrots, peas and carrots. Then we cut to Rebecca and Frank having dinner after the first.
1: Yeah, this, this is the
3: strawberries. strawberries. This is the strawberry yeah. scene. She charms him with a kind of horrific story, but he's like all in. He's like so bemused
2: <laughs> by it. I'm Working on this monologue in my act with my new acting teacher. <laughs> the judge,
3: <laughs> Mabel Burnham.
2: But does he think that do he thinks that story is sexy? Like I don't
3: understand. Like that turned him on. Yeah, and it's the, kind of like a story where she's like kind of like a sociopath.
4: Yeah, I mean it's like dug into I remember those thorns dug into my legs and cut me up. It always tasted so sweet. I'm like, now you wanna fuck? I mean it's yeah. just
3: like <laughs> the story is that when she was a little girl, she there was a, her neighbors had strawberries and she would climb the fence and go through these rose bushes to get to the strawberries and they would like fuck her up physically, but the reward it's her thesis Even statement sweeter. on yeah. s m
2: But when we, we know see what she's her really naked about. later, her, her legs and thighs all look fine, look pristine. <laughs> she's not cut she, up. No.
3: She's not scarred. I think it's also like a story that like somebody did once and you, people do this all the time. they're like, oh, we always used to go to and then they tell right. a story that's kind of like of an event. Like one singular event. Like,
2: this is this defined our childhood.
3: Yeah. I think one day she like snuck over a fence and scraped up her legs and was like, oh whatever. And then
2: What if I did this her, every summer?
3: Yeah. Her parents were like, Becky, what happened to her legs? Strawberries. <laughs> Becky, well, those are, are strawberries. <laughs> I went to those strawberries. Mm. If
4: you keep doing no, that, it's, people it's, are gonna
2: think so you're a whore. <laughs> Mm. Is it all a game to you, Becky?
3: <laughs> That's when they called her Becky, not Rebecca. <laughs> right. She started going by Rebecca when she got into art.
2: When she got the of gallery, of course.
3: Yeah, she showed school. the gallery. <laughs> yeah.
2: Becky doesn't look. How do, a gallery a gallery. How do you own a gallery? How do you own a gallery?
3: I think you could just call any space a gallery. Oh, I want one.
1: <laughs> I think there's tra- that was one, her first be.
2: apartment, but then she's like, "I'm gonna live on the water, and I'll just turn <laughs> this into a gallery." I got a good deal
3: on a houseboat. Oh, then they play a game in the restaurant where he's like, how did you know that Andrew and you had the same like sexual appetite? And she was like, when I I saw him, I just knew. And then he's like, look around the restaurant and tell us, tell me who else is a whore.
4: And then she looks around and then she stares at him. William Defoe, Frank.
3: And she's like, he's like, did you see one? She's like, mm-hmm. He's like, who? Hey. He, he doesn't know, know it, it yet. yet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I love her delivery. Oh, no one does it like that anymore. No one He's does it like, like
3: that anymore. <laughs> she also like, I feel like when she's eating that straw, when she's telling that strawberry scene, there's like a little piece of strawberry on her tooth. <laughs> right. There's like and
2: a little was like, extra juice, like she and yeah. The
3: gap. Rebecca Carlson knows. Flirting one hundred and one, like how to draw a lot of attention to your mouth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and then he takes her back to her <laughs> to her water house. <laughs> she knows he wants to come home, but this wants to come in, but this time she's like, "Good night, Frank." Yeah,
4: she's yeah. like playing around. She turns around on him.
2: Yeah, because they're just looking at each other, and she goes, "Yes, it would be nice." And that's where he's oh thinking. yeah yeah yeah
3: she's like, you want to sleep with me? Yeah, you want to make love to me? Am I supposed to pretend to know that you don't want to make love to me? I don't know, some version of that line. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: and then he leaves, but he like looks back and she's like opened a sliding glass door on the right. first floor.
4: Oh yeah, yeah.
3: As like an invitation. Oh, cause first she comes outside like onto her deck and like, she's yeah, in she's some,
4: like, like silky bed. pajamas. Yeah, you know,
2: The curtains start billowing.
4: The curtains then, like, start billowing. In. I yeah. was obsessed with those pajamas. I wanted them. They're silky. Like, they were light blue or <laughs> yeah. white. And I think they're, like, blue. Yeah, later on, she has the white ones for the finale. Mm-hmm.
2: So, right. They white for the finale. But she and also so does, in. like, start a fire and, like, light a bajillion candles. She so yeah, a bajillion she, candles. <laughs> she does a lot in that time period.
4: The music also... <laughs> It's so cool. Oh, it's like sad, sad like, cello music. It's
3: yeah, it's like... <laughs>
1: do, 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 do.
3: The music throughout this whole movie is so crazy. And then later on, it's like...
2: Almost Carmen Verrata. Nice.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some weird, like, Latin chanting. Mm. Yeah, and like a lot of, like, saxophones. Yeah, <laughs> Like, he goes in, and they start do it. They have a real, like, she, like... Kisses him. They have rough sex.
2: Yeah, on the yeah. staircase.
3: On the staircase yeah. for part and, of it.
2: And he rips, doesn't he like rip her, her, her
3: yeah. knife yeah. out? And yeah. You can
4: have that tearing sound, that. Yeah. <laughs> right. As
3: she's
2: then she like crawling up shirt. the
3: stairs. Yeah. He belts his arms. Yeah.
2: So this well, she is like, is like a... runs in and then like he falls and she's like all coquettish and like, like she's like lying down. She pretends, to, it's like yeah, she's almost like, pretending oh, to be asleep. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> like, I thought you I were going to leave. remember so I the
2: just...
1: music, <laughs>
3: <laughs> the violin. And then he starts to like do something and she's like, no, my way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we get the hot wax and champagne and he wakes up and he's in his own bed. Yep, that and then he looks in, back
2: home.
4: Well, doesn't he go and then he goes into the mirror and sees like the, the, the marks on his back. Yeah, he yeah. takes
2: a shower and then as he comes out. He's like, oh my God, all these burns. All these hot wax shower. burns, yeah.
3: yeah. But Julianne Moore doesn't notice. No. Because it's like steamy in there. and the, like, right. and She just, She's tired. She just woke up.
2: She's running a, a, a restaurant. It's
4: She probably was there late because she, yeah. she's having trouble with her staff in Portland. Yeah. And she, she has to like close the books. Homework.
2: Yeah.
3: It's yeah. So much. Her life.
1: can you see? I need you beside me. Don't you see? I want you to
3: Then we're at trial day two, twists and turns. We learned that Dr. Paley dated Rebecca and broke some basic doctor rules by telling her (laughs) all about his patient, Andrew Marsh. Like, I think you're- heart problem. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and treating him for cocaine use.
2: I also love the judge when he comes back in, she says, "Uh, you're still under oath, so take this seriously. (laughs)
3: Yeah, Dr. Paley, just remind you, once we put you under oath, you're... you're, for, you're... Yeah, in perpetuity. <laughs> so for
2: real, though, like, feed, like, no kidding around.
3: No fibbing. And then we also learned that when Rebecca tried to end it with Dr. Paley at the Cat and Fiddle restaurant in Portland, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> how did they get that he tried
3: to force himself on her and there were multiple witnesses, so he's he's, he's messed up. Yeah. yeah, he's not credible.
1: Yeah, no, he's not welcome at
3: the understand. cat. <laughs> he's not welcome at the cat and fiddle anymore. No. Doctor Paley, please see yourself out. <laughs> and then they have to This is when Doctor Paley's accent becomes important because they reveal Frank reveals Frank the lawyer reveals that they have these tapes of Dr. Paley leaving Rebecca threatening messages after she ended it with him. And this is some of the evidence that causes Joe Mantegna's character to be like, what, we haven't, uh, on. your honor, we don't know what this evidence is. And she's like,
4: follow the uh, Yes, and it has us, the audience thinking, well, yeah, maybe Madonna really didn't do this.
1: Right. Yeah.
3: She's being framed. She's framed, She's she she's is the thinking. victim. She likes
4: we, it rough. We all but... still
2: think she's a whore, but that doesn't mean oh. she's a murderer.
4: That's right. That's right. Those are two different things.
2: She likes it rough, but they not can at overlap, the county They don't necessarily <laughs> overlap.
4: That's right. They
3: think I'm a whore.
0: They think I'm a whore.
3: So they play these tapes, and he's like, Rebecca, I'm serious. They, they don't sound very threatening.
4: No, he has like
3: a horrible, like, is, he just
4: has like that crazy accent.
3: Yeah. But we it's like definitely and then the, yeah, Joe Manton is like, we don't even know if these tapes are real. And they're like, We've had it analyzed by sound and analysts <laughs> who say it's one hundred percent from a voicemail. Like, I don't know how what.
2: <laughs> This is absolutely real. No one doctor this. Also, no homo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what?
3: And then we're in the elevator. Another like they had like a good day in court. So
2: Frank and Rebecca feel good.
4: That elevator scene, honey. <laughs> yeah.
2: First of all, there's like 40 people in this elevator. But
4: so mm-hmm. that's Rebecca. She's a, <laughs> like, a risk taker. That's her. And she's turning Frank into a risk taker.
1: It's true. She's
3: showing him how hot it can be. Yeah, this is good. Come on the other side. 40 people in the elevator, but no noise. And then she unzips his pants. And it's like the Foley on it is like, zip. Yeah, zip. <laughs> then she goes, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> can somebody press p4 thank you
4: <laughs> and she walks over to that car honey and she takes that shoe off and she comes to the top of that car and she crushes that light bulb and which the glass she didn't need to do car. because like
2: the lighting in this parking garage was like like rape lighting like it was just like so yeah. dark like, there's like one sort of red light that was like flickering it was like what parking garage is this yeah
4: she wanted nice up put his back on the back of the glass
2: yeah. God, the pain of M. she's M. She, she is more weird jazz music and it sounds like tubes are being hit you know what i mean like it's oh yeah weird. yeah Bum, it's escalating boom, boom,
3: boom, 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 boom. yeah and then we see we see, she gives us beaver yeah. <laughs> beaver in the morning
1: beaver, beaver in the parking beaver. garage
3: <laughs> or for beaver that would suck out your life, that would take all your time. They're called beavers <laughs> at the base of your spine.
1: <laughs> you gave me fever.
3: Yeah, this is, this is one of the things that we're like, there's no way that Willem Dafoe was not actually eating her out. That's what I'm saying. That scene has to have had,
4: like, something had to have happened, even accidentally. His face yeah. was in yeah. all the nooks and crannies.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, Riding it. Yeah. There's like nothing artistic about it, or where you're like, oh no, it's a sleight of hand. Yeah. They cut away at the last second.
4: They don't. <laughs> well, apparently there was an NC 17 version of this right. movie originally. They two
2: minutes out of it. No, yeah. oh, they didn't.
4: Okay. Wow. I had this movie on Laserdisc. I just remembered this.
3: <laughs> Did it have all the footage?
4: No, no, but I think it, it might have actually did have all the footage. I think it did have the extra two minutes the back unrated. in. Yeah, I think it was in rated. But then, you know, in the middle of the movie, I had to get up and flip
3: it
2: over
4: and put it back in. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's Laserdisc. that's the Laserdisc.
3: <laughs> now we're on the third day of trial, and we get another surprise witness in Jeffrey Ralston, Rebecca's ex lover, played by Frank Langella. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs>
3: what a useless plotline. Yeah. It's, and they're like, we uh, judge, we don't have this witness on our list. And she's like, you just did it yesterday. And then she's like, he just got back into town. We didn't have time to put him on the list. There's no rules in this courtroom. <laughs> no. the, the writers of this know as much about the legal system as I do. <laughs> and then Jeffrey Ralston, as you know, now he gets and does put Rebecca's sex life on trial sex is a game for Rebecca, it has to be her way. She, and then this incendiary piece where he's like, she said she's going to fuck me like I've never been fucked before.
2: Buzz, buzz, buzz.
3: I'm gonna clear this courtroom, (laughs) except for the reporters. (laughs) And then he describes Rebecca's technique and that she did, he thinks she was trying to fuck him to death one night. And I don't know why he didn't say their safe word. or. (laughs) <laughs> she's like, wait! I love it when you call me whore, but that's also our safe word.
4: <laughs>
2: so confusing.
4: Yeah, but isn't this is is that the one? Is this this is the part where um he says they did something like sexual, and then Frank realizes that he did the same thing with right she's with Rebecca.
3: Yeah, like it's all a game to her. It has to be her way. Yeah, and that's why. And then it's a callback to the time when she's like, "No, my way." Mm-hmm. But the first time they do it, her and Frank. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Right after Angela. the
2: scene, as they're leaving, he like grabs her and like throws her into like what seems like an empty room, but then it's the balcony of the courtroom. It looks yeah. like
3: they're in the Senate. They're like in the
2: Senate. <laughs> yeah. somewhere.
3: There, it's so like a, pil- a pillar and a column. Yeah, yeah. marble,
4: a marble, and then he's
3: mad at her. And she's got that stupid updo hairstyle still. Ugh. And he breaks up with her. He breaks yeah. up. He's like, just from now on, I'm just your lawyer. Kind of energy.
2: As if they could go back. Oh, yeah. They
3: can't go back. It's in, he he can't resist Rebecca.
2: Frank right. can't resist he's not Rebecca. In taste of
1: that. Forget it. And she's like, yeah. what? And
3: I don't have a say in this? And he's like, not anymore. Like, you, you think, died. Yeah.
4: You think I did it? You think I'm guilty? <laughs>
3: How are you going to convince the jury if you can't even be convinced? That's right. Oh, Rebecca. It's hard
2: and to he's argue like, with may, her.
3: Maybe you did do it. And then does she, she say like go to Hell Frank or something like that? Yeah,
4: go to Hell Frank, she leaves, she she storms off, leaves him on the Senate floor. <laughs> yeah and...
2: <laughs> and then back he, to the house he goes first well, he goes to Julia Moore's restaurant. Yeah. And he like she is busy.
3: This is the height of service.
2: Yes, yes. And she's <laughs> right. disheveled
4: and she crashes into the other
3: waitress to the waitress. Right. Yeah. I feel bad. And I like that she doesn't get mad at the waitress, though. She's like, oh, sorry. Like, whatever. But she knows. How does Sharon know? All of a sudden, she's like, those marks on your body, Those what are those bite marks on your chest? What does she do to you, Frank? And then he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, she called me. That's right. She called me. I could hear it in her voice. Yeah, he's like, she She didn't
4: say... It wasn't like, her flat
2: she, affectation, so I knew it was...
4: She a didn't have... Yeah, I, I, she didn't have to say anything. Heard in heard her voice. Her
3: voice. <laughs> Is Frank there? Has Frank ever watched animals make love? <laughs> Sharon? <laughs> he can get those
2: scars on his back by going for strawberries. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. Yeah, so keep in mind, because later in the movie, keep in mind that Rebecca called Sharon... Find Frank. Where is he? Sharon knows now that Frank's fucking his client.
4: I love these women names Rebecca, Sharon, Joanne. I mean, like, (laughs) how bland can he get?
3: Yeah. We don't even have a Celeste in here. Like, there's no Celeste. Vaguely ethnic. (laughs) Sharon kicks him out and she's like, find a place to stay. He's like, what about Michael? I
2: know a houseboat.
3: Yeah. So he goes to Rebecca's house to confront her and he's like why did you call and she's like because I wanted to know if I still had a lawyer. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Rebecca always has a justification for her every move.
2: She's thought everything through. She's yeah. several moves ahead of all of us.
3: Right. Like in the previous scene you're like, "Oh, that's fucked up that she called his wife." And then she's like, "No, I was trying to find my lawyer. I still have a lawyer." Yeah. Right. And then all of then it like you go like, "Oh, she does make sense." It's yeah, it's him. He's losing it. Yeah, he does he's losing his ability to tell what's real and what's not. Rebecca's unfaltering the entire time. And then she like bites him in and she's like oh, she like gets down on the floor and like he pushes her her down on the floor. Oh right. He pushes her down. And then she like opens her
4: bags,
1: and oh yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> she, <opens> up, <laughs> she starts masturbating.
4: She opens up that that, that house coat, and then like mm-hmm. puts her, uh, licks her middle finger, and then puts mm-hmm. it down her those white. She has some, like, cotton panties, like yeah, yeah she's granny. granny panties. Yeah, and then she just and he's like turned away,
2: but he's like trying to like look over his shoulder, like yeah, oh, it's I'm so weird this is the one where the the music
1: yeah yeah, ah, 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 (laughs) uh, uh, ah, 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 uh, uh, ah, uh, ah, ah, uh, 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 uh,
2: uh, uh, (laughs) and then he
3: handcuffs her
2: she tries to handcuff him at first but then he switches it on her yeah yeah and then i wrote like he
3: maybe rapes her because she's kind of like
2: but she kind of he sodomizes i thought he
3: sodomizes her yes anally rapes her yeah and like her attitude she's like at one point she's like okay that's enough or like come on or something like she says something like like I'm not a, she doesn't say I'm not into it but like alright you made your point like kind of energy
2: <laughs> this is serious <laughs> am I still under oath <laughs> <laughs> but then she
3: kind of by the end of by like she gets into it right yeah because mm-hmm. she's
4: Rebecca and she's wise sex, yeah. She's, she, yeah it takes a while but she's a whore
0: they think I'm a whore
3: it'll always come back to that
0: sex
2: Now the next day, he wakes up and he's in his office.
3: Yeah, and his partner's yeah. like
2: he's sleeping on the couch, and his
3: law firm partner wakes him up and he's real excited because they just found on the sex tape of Rebecca and Andrew that if you go past at the end, there's, there's a part
1: bonus
3: of scene. a bonus scene <laughs> <laughs> that like, they it had been taped over but not completely of. Joanne Braslow, <laughs> Ann Archer. She's
4: not that innocent, honey. She's running around the, by the bedpost. Yeah. No. And at first right you don't her see face. her face.
2: She, she looks very much like, at first I was like, is this like a prayer Madonna? No, it's Ann yeah. Archer.
1: No.
4: But you know what? It's a it's also a, a, a nude stunt double because it's clearly not her. And then the, right. it's, like a, it's a wig. And then all of a sudden it turns around and she just smiles. It's
3: like, you know, she's just
4: smiling at the camera <laughs> close in the closet. Yeah.
3: And they're like, look, it's Joanne Braslow. So, which brings us into Trial Day 4. The
2: return of Ann Archer, yeah.
3: Yeah, so they put her back on the sand, still under oath. And we find out that Joanne was going to get $250,000 in the will. But then when he gave $8 million to Rebecca, she went down to $10,000. She's like, which is also... Yeah, and and then we learn more about Joanne, that Joanne loved Andrew, but he proposed to Rebecca... And then Rebecca turned him down. Oh, and that she's the one that signed a house charge for nasal spray. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, what did Nancy Drew, honey, what a detective. (laughs) Yeah. A house charge is such like a throwback thing. I don't even understand exactly what it means. Neither do I. But as a secretary, as like a personal assistant, she was like, I'll sign the house charge for the nasal spray. She ordered it.
2: The real murder (laughs) weapon, nasal spray. The nasal spray
3: from Montclair Pharmacy.
2: (laughs) It's not trying to be any rude.
3: No, it is nasal spray and cocaine. She's like, oh, and I'll also take some cocaine, please.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's on my personal account, though, thanks. Separate,
3: a separate order. I'll be paying in cash. And then we're back in the elevator after this day and Rebecca and Frank argue. He's not convinced she didn't do it. Yeah, she wants to testify. She's like, let me tell my story. But I'm not a whore. <laughs> I
1: have a tale to
3: tell. And he's like, I've never put any of my clients on, on the stand. And she's like, I'm gonna testify. So we're now we're just back in trial day five, five day trial so far. When we see Sharon and Rebecca, Julianne Moore and Madonna in the bathroom, the yeah, last gosh, time they interacted,
1: touching That's up my eye, eye makeup. makeup.
3: Yeah, Julia. You hear the like the toilet flush. Julia Moore comes out of the bathroom. Meanwhile, Sharon's not been to this trial at all yet. No, no. But this no, is what? the finally she's coming for the final like. It's like well, it's day five. Day five. <laughs> she finally got like her manager finally came back to work. She got. She, <laughs> she got some time off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, if Rebecca's taking the stand,
2: there's literally nothing else to do in Portland. I'm either at my restaurant or I'm at the courthouse." Right. And it's been in all the papers, so
3: she's been following it. And Rebecca looks at Sharon and goes, Pete, do you want to say the line? Wish me luck. And then Sharon slaps her across the (laughs) face. And And then she stirs herself in the mirror. Yeah. It felt like a kiss. She slapped me and it felt like a kiss.
2: (laughs) All right, Carousel.
3: and so Rebecca testifies and again she's very like quippy and the judge is like can you just answer the question can you just answer
4: the question that's put in before you I'm just trying to explain myself
3: (laughs) yeah
2: this is where she outs Frank Langella
3: yes
4: yes she she
2: caught
3: him in bed with another person I
2: couldn't
4: compete (laughs) you couldn't compete as sexually as liberated as you are yeah he's in bed with another man
3: and Frank Langella's character's in the very last row of the World? of the courtroom, and like everyone turns and looks at him. Shame him. He, he just, just like, like
2: wordlessly gets up He time. nods. He nods like,
3: yep, it was a dude. I'll see myself out. And then like, out. <laughs> gets and, like walks out. But I do think that Madonna plays this scene well, that like Rebecca's not Rebecca's not homophobic. It wasn't that she was like freaked out by it. It was yeah. just that she genuinely like felt like, oh, I'm not enough.
1: Mm.
2: Sure.
3: And she
4: shows that re- balance
2: technology was not where it's that to No. Pegging, we were nobody was talking about pegging.
3: Uh-oh. Even, no, not, even even Rebecca. Rebecca.
1: <laughs> not even Rebecca. Not even Rebecca.
3: But she she does balance this well in this moment of just being like. I feel like she, she doesn't, she could have said it right away. She could have been like, no, I found him in bed with another man, but she doesn't want to do that. She like, she just is like, can I just say that I found him, I caught him cheating and they like push her. And then she's like, no, I walked in on him with another person and they like push her more. And then she's like, she wants to just have it be private. And now we're having deliberations, and we're kind of waiting in there. Ann Archer makes a crazy entrance into the courtroom, <laughs> um, and then the jury reads the reads the verdict, which is not guilty. Oh, Rebecca, you're uh, innocent. I
2: what I love that. about that is like when the judge is like, "Can you have you read the verdict?" the the four person hands are what looks like a, like a notebook page, like a page yeah. ripped out of a notebook, and then she passes it back and she's like, "Read the verdict," and he has to open it and read it again. Like, what did we yeah. what did we come up with? I don't remember.
3: I wonder if that's like a formality that you have to like have it open.
2: I don't. Do you think they got that aspect of of court right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the one part. <laughs> they're like um, the intimacy coach was like i'm sorry i have not been able to make it before today but there's this one thing we've got to get right i do happen to know that he
3: has to actually read it from the paper or else it's not yeah, it's a, like, an actual verdict yeah. it can be overturned <laughs> and then rebecca is like the lawyers are all congratulating each other and this is going to be like another peat line i think that we're going to get here so I'm, so she's like congratulations frank
4: and I then almost, she leans in. Sh- yes, yeah, she goes just. You almost, but you, you almost even convinced me.
3: Yeah. What? And he's like, and then she like looks at him and she's like, mean- she knows double indemnity. She can't be tried again. <laughs> she's been found innocent, so now she can be like but I did it. And like immediately, it's like right afterwards.
4: Right after, yeah. She hasn't even left the courtroom. No then she goes back to the boathouse and and then on the phone with that crazy doctor talking about revealing their whole plot how they came up with everything everything's
3: revealed she's in she's in cahoots with the doctor she's in cahoots with the doctor paley he told her about his wealthy heart patient who can't will do cocaine will die if he does cocaine even once and so together they set it all up (laughs) And then she, in this line, in this scene, she goes, it's what I do, I fuck. That's my favorite, that's one of my favorite lines. I fucked him, I fucked yeah. you, that's what I
4: do. I fuck. <laughs> and the doctor's like, did you two sleep together? And she's like, I don't think we did a lot of
2: sleeping. Did, right? <laughs>
4: didn't we, Frank? I like how she always asks some questions.
3: And then she goes, Frank. It's always, didn't we, Frank? Yeah. Have you ever seen animals make love it's Frank? Like, frank? Mm-hmm. It's real accusatory can you look back on how yeah. rebecca deals with people
4: she she's very like plays that game she turns questions on yeah. people it's also a very madonna thing mm-hmm. it's I very absolutely. sort of what like you early think yeah very early madonna like yeah very much
3: like what do you think i am at yeah shut up julie don't tell me to tune it out <laughs> julie and then there's a fight are oh, you yeah, Oh, Rebecca runs upstairs to get her gun, and Doctor Pally. It's
2: like a drawer that's just a bunch of fabric and a gun.
4: It's, yeah, just a bunch of fabric. She, but she still can't find it, and it's just a, <laughs> yeah. she's rummaging through like the, the back corner, like probably. the handkerchiefs, <laughs> silk handkerchiefs, and then she finds the, the gun. Back of curtains, right? Yeah, the silver metal gun. It's a very fashionable gun, mm-hmm. and then um, more fighting fabrics, the mm-hmm. billowing. Coming. The, the curtains, rings. but of course, the curtains do play a part in her death. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, she like grabs them; and they all fall off. They, there's
4: that like very psycho scene with like the curtains and the the rings of the yeah. Of the... yeah. But I also thought it's, it's so weird that she's, like there she's fighting with him, and then she gets the gun goes off, and then you see her with that curtain over her head, and it's sort of like clumsy. She's like sort of taking it off, and it's like. It's not done very well. I don't think blood <laughs> on the side of her head.
3: Yeah, and he and Frank is like, "You're okay. You're okay." And then, doctor. The, yeah, the doctor wakes up and shoots her, right? Like, yeah, because
4: Frank yeah. throws him over the balcony, over the railing, and lands on the first floor. Think he's dead, you think he's dead? Think he's dead, dead, dead. He, no. yeah. yeah. He comes back up, and just when he Frank is taking care of Rebecca. Picks her, you know, helping her get up. She's like, "Get me out of here, Frank."
1: <laughs> he,
4: the doctor. she get me her. out of here for real this time. <laughs> she, she he shoots her, and then she goes through the glass and falls into the like, the boat house front yard, which is water, <laughs> and she floats back to the front. And it's very like Glen Close and like Federal Attraction, like underwater, mm-hmm. dead. Mm-hmm. Um.
3: Yeah, her face is, like, right below the surface.
4: Originally, I think that she, that she wasn't supposed to be killed. but she gets you know, away Korean, with it. Yeah. And that's
3: why Madonna wasn't, wasn't happy about that. Wait, in the, in the original script, she gets it, she, like...
2: Yeah, she said they changed the ending, like, two weeks before they were done filming. Like, it was, like, a mm-hmm. last-minute switcheroo.
3: I bet it was one of those, like, audience screener things that's like, fucks up everything. Where they, like... Show a random group of strangers a cut of a movie, and then they're like, "What would you? How did you feel about the ending?" I didn't
2: like it. She she, yeah. she, she needs to pay.
3: Yeah, we think yeah. We, we think
2: she's a whore. And a, a whore that was should a, pay. <laughs> the first
3: question on the on the questionnaire is like, "List the characters in this movie that you think are whores." <laughs> it's like Rebecca with a box next to it. Everybody check that box. They
0: think I'm a whore.
3: <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. They're like, "Do you think Sharon's a Frank whore?" Like Jela? Do you think he's a whore? <laughs> No, but he is a homosexual, <laughs> and that confuses me.
4: And that's a whore.
3: <laughs> okay, so yes.
4: <laughs> if the a whore. Have us anything.
3: Do you think Sharon's a whore? No, but that actress showed her breasts. <laughs> a whore, which is my... <laughs> There's a lot of whores in this movie when you break it all down. Do you think that Michael, the 12 year old, turned out to be a whore?
4: Yeah. But I yeah. Think he's going to be in body evidence too. <laughs> <Electrical> <laughs> Michael's revenge. Electrical Michael's revenge. revenge. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna In come back. Because
2: his parents weren't paying attention to him. He starts yeah,
4: killing, he starts fucking he's like the male yeah. version of Rebecca.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he like took to the streets.
4: Yeah. He says all of her same lines like she does. <laughs> they think I'm they thought I was a whore and they think I'm a whore.
2: He moves into her house and there's a squatter there.
3: Yeah.
4: I also think that if should we Ghost.
3: don't so we don't make it that he's like that he's fucking people to death. I think he bottoms, but still Oh yeah, huh He's got
2: suction, like he a... could kill you. Well, yeah. how old? If he
4: was twelve, or in that movie, how, he's how probably, old? He he's probably like... he's
3: probably fifteen in that movie. Okay.
4: So yes, he's probably he's like right in his mid forties now, yeah, mid late forties. I also love the, how she looked on the press junket for it. She had like that feathered, like kind of seventies hair, and like those little mm. eyebrows that are just going up, like drawn in eyebrows.
2: Wait, there is more. The last scene, like the very last after she's dead. There's like the final scene. Where, like, again, Joe is there with all the cops and all the detectives. And Willem Dafoe says to him, like, you should have won the case. And Joe Mantegna says, I did. And it's like, yeah. what is that even? That doesn't mean anything. And
3: then Julia Morris comes <laughs> on the
4: dock. shows
2: up. Like, walking on the, the dock, dock of a like,
3: bay. What is she doing? <laughs> I think Joe Mantegna's being like, I was right. The whole At least I was right. Even if I didn't win the case. I was like, I knew
2: it. But he said, "I you should have won the case. And he said, I did.
3: Yeah, like it's it's one yeah. of those things where
2: like they the screenwriter and the director like thought like oh this is a real twist and you're like no it's just confusing
3: it's also it's it, a very like not my president when it's like well actually this is everybody's president <laughs> you
4: did know what Uli, I mean did Uli Dahl <laughs> go on to
3: direct anything else after this yes but th- notably before it did Last Isaac to Brooklyn yeah yeah that's why she oh, liked okay. him probably yeah. She liked
4: him. And that's supposed to be, I've never seen that movie, but that's supposed to be a really good movie. It's so
3: good. I love that movie. What happened here, Madonna? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet that Madonna saw Last Exit to Brooklyn and was like wishing that she played Jennifer Jason Lee's character, Tra la la. She's like a, a hooker that falls in love with a guy in the military. And I also read that like in her the secret video that her hair was going to look one way and that they oh, just going yeah. to make it look more like Jennifer Jason Lee in Last Exit to Brooklyn. So I think yeah. Madonna likes that movie and that performance and that character. Mm-hmm. I have to watch it then. I've never seen it. That's good. Is there graphic sex scenes with
4: candles and fabrics? Curtains mm-hmm. billowing? No. We go
2: to a parking garage?
4: P4. It's not body Valentine.
3: But there are horrors in it.
1: Turn to stone, Turn to my face. Lose my face. I'll be
2: gone. The overall, like, I think Madonna is not good in it, but I don't think she's the worst. Like I don't like the I don't think the reason why the movie is so bad is her. No. She doesn't help it, but it's not
4: it's just it's a, it's it's just the dialogue is really bad. She, even she said before that she thought she was good in it, but it was a bad movie but also because she, she said she was bad in who she said once like uh, shanghai surprise and whos and body of evidence were bad movies that I was good in, and who's that girl is a bad movie that I was bad in, and I'm like, no, that's all wrong, yeah <laughs> both of those movies you were bad in them, and then you actually I, I think she's good in who's that girl, yeah,
1: yeah
2: yeah she's not good in like she's bad in shanghai surprise she's
4: horrible i can't even i can't even i don't think i've ever watched that movie it's real hard hard. to sit through
2: it's yeah yeah it's just like awful
3: body of evidence isn't hard to sit through you just have to you just have to like be like oh i'm
2: this is insane this is this
3: is
4: yeah
2: written on cocaine
3: yeah
4: and her very last movie was of course swept away swept away, away honey and that movie is horrible it's like no wonder that marriage imploded
2: yeah. She shouldn't work with her husbands. is what Shanghai surprised and swept away, I guess, is teaching. And it. also, he didn't even film
4: She looks. She doesn't look good in that movie. He didn't make her look good. Like, he, there's very uncomplimentary, un, un like, angles and lighting and makeup, and she looks hard. Dick Tracy, now Warren Beatty made her look gorge.
2: Yeah, she looked great in that.
4: Yeah.
3: I think it makes sense after you see Desperately Seeking Susan and then Dick Tracy, it makes sense to think that, like, oh, I think we might have a movie star. Yeah. And then you do Body of Evidence, and you're like,
2: oh... Well, and I'm we'll give her too, one I more so, chance with somebody, Someone like her, like... Bet Midler has said it's tough for her to do movies because most directors, like, won't direct her. You know what I mean? Because she's and Madonna. It, yeah, well, also, apparently, in the IMDb trivia, there was a, there was an acting coach that quit a few weeks. She started filming, and they she said that Madonna thinks she already knows everything. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I think it, it's a, I, I totally understand. We're like, yeah, like if Madonna's in your movie, the money's gonna show up. You know what I mean? And there will be a certain level of interest. But well, the problem for
4: Madonna she didn't get like that era, like when we had all the sort of musicals that came back. Like that would have right. been her perfect thing for her to do movie musicals. Like
1: right,
2: you
4: know, she got she did a there, but then like you know, had, like um Chicago came back when right. and... there was a there was, was a version. Bob
2: Fosse was going to direct her. Yeah. And she was supposed yeah, it was to be like like Han Goldie Gold Gold Yeah, yeah. Got, That would have been incredible.
4: But they went younger. And, and then wasn't she also supposed to be in another musical? I don't know, but like sure. she should just the musicals.
3: I think she was, I think that she was going to do The Bodyguard. Oh, oh well, that's why Kevin Costner went you. there to, to look at And that's that. what I, when he says, I don't think we do that thing. Yeah. That other thing together, which imagine like the audacity of like Somebody, You just put on this show, somebody comes backstage and is like, hey, thanks, I really liked it. By the way, we're not doing that. Like, why tell her in that moment? While
2: their camera's recording you.
3: Yeah. Like, I think that's such a dick move. Like, just have that moment be Kevin, if you're listening. You should have had that moment just be like, thank you for that show. That was great. We're going to go home and give this to our kids. They're going to be so excited. We'll talk later. And then wait two days and then through your representation, be like, oh, we think we're going a different direction for the bodyguard.
4: Yeah, not there. No. I never knew
3: that's what he was saying. I, for- I don't know that that's what it no, is, but I, I think that that that's what it is. Sense.
4: I thought it was that, like, um, I, I don't think we're going to do that, make that other thing. I thought maybe it was like a party or something. Oh. Uh, but I guess that is the party that she's at. Well, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't like
3: know. After the show. I think that he's saying, I don't think we're going to do The bodyguard. That
4: yeah well i do think she was in consideration for that i mean that's she clearly like you yeah. know yeah but because um, that's what really
2: wanted to play yvette in the movie clue mm.
3: really? Just one more thing on the kevin yeah. kevin costner thing because he goes i don't think we're gonna do the other thing and she goes oh yeah not neat enough, not for, enough you, for you huh so i think that's like her little dig of being like oh yeah
2: well next. he just called the tourney he's like yeah we thought it was neat she's like neat okay like, yeah right after the show be like, that was neat
4: like that's it. What well, is a weird thing to say? Yeah, yeah, it's like so dismissive. Yeah, people say weird things. Like I'm a, think I'm a whore. They think I'm a whore. They think I'm a whore. You think Madonna will have any, since this is the celebration tour of her, of her career, oh. will there be any video footage of body of evidence?
2: <laughs> she should do more like scenes in her tours.
4: Well, you know, like on Cheryl, she'll show, she'll show, show, Cheryl shows change. (laughs) Yeah. Cheryl shows scenes (laughs) something from
2: Moonstruck or Mask.
4: Yeah. But the Diana. (laughs) Evita, she'll show, she shows clips of Evita. Yeah. Not of her, but like, you know, like the the procession and stuff. Yeah. But she, you know, I would be shocked if there was like a who's that girl Mont, like clip. I mean, she really should, though. It's like a celebration of her career.
3: Right. They could, I think that they could show some like, yeah, some, like, put-together images of definitely, like, desperately seeking Susan. Vic Tracen. Liga de Oh, Yeah.
4: Evita. Not the next or best rooms. thing. No. Ugh, that's another... That, like, nothing's worse than when Madonna's, like, boring.
3: Yeah. Like, she's yeah.
4: so interesting on stage and her music is so good, but, like, the have her in a movie being, like, trying to be ordinary or, like, ugh, it's just so boring. Right, yeah. It's like, she you're not a so normal in, person. It, and she thinks it's like a stretch for her to play like a yoga teacher mother. Like, it's like <laughs> something, it's so, she does nothing with it. You may, you match when
2: you Pete, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for... for being a part of the celebration celebration. Of course. Thanks for um, having me. Is there it. anything you want to let us know to plug or let people know about Total Trash Live? It's such a hilarious podcast. You guys have to listen to it. It is so. It is very fun. funny. I Thank especially you. love the segments with your mother. Those uh, great help, help her. <laughs>
4: help yes, her. you can listen to the Total Trash Live podcast on, on podcast platforms. You can watch the Instagram Live, Total Trash Live on my, every other Mondays at 7 o'clock Hollywood time. And you can go to my <laughs> YouTube channel, the pizza i show and watch reruns of total trash live and other um wig things wigged characters and
2: <laughs> stuff like that awesome yeah. great this is so much fun thank you
4: thanks you guys wish me luck <laughs> good luck ah. Ah. <laughs> i'll talk to you later
3: <laughs> bye bye <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you have comments or questions or just want to reach out to us, you can reach us at TheCelebrationCelebration celebration at
2: gmail.com. We also have an Instagram account at TheCelebrationCelebration. Celebration. Special thanks to Dynamo for our artwork. And if you could, do us a lovely favor and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. It really helps people find the show, and we appreciate it.
3: And when you're re- reviewing us, just remember, we're not your bitch. Don't hang your shit on us. <laughs>
4: And that's like the lesson we all have to learn from Body of Evidence is that quit while you're a hack before you yes. end up at the bottom of a boathouse.
3: Is this a, bo- a modern retelling of Icarus? It must be. Yes. All the Body wax. of I- Yeah. All the, a what? All
2: the melted candle. Oh,
3: the molten wax.
4: She sounds crazy in that movie, too, with the flat line readings. I can't wait to rewatch it. We're going to talk about it in one of these. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not as big as a bread box. <laughs> Rupert Everett. Those two had a falling out, too. I can go on and on and on about my dad. <laughs> one thing leads me to the next thing that leads me to the next thing that leads me to the next thing. Spain Flifters.